You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. A Praying Family with Nathan and Susanna. Hello. And welcome to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by ChristadelphianVideo.org. Now, in this episode of Family Matters, hosted by uh, the Prince family, we talked to Nathan and Susanna about developing a family culture of prayer. Now, often a prayer routine between a couple or a family can become quite monotonous or even non-existent. Nathan and Susanna are going to share with us some of the things that have helped them and their growing family build a dynamic relationship with God through prayer and stay connected in a spiritual way. Have you ever wondered how to teach your children how to pray? What would you do if we were challenged to spend an hour in prayer? How could you make your family devotional uh, time something that all the family can benefit from? And will prayer actually make a difference? Well, in this episode, we discuss all these subjects. So I hope you enjoy this. And until next time, may God bless you in your studies. Oh, welcome to Family Matters tonight. It's good to have you all here. We were a little bit late. We had a bit of technical difficulty, but there we go. We're here now. Um, so tonight we have uh, the family that prays together, stays together, so tonight we're talking to um, Nathan and Susanna Lewis about developing a family culture of prayer. Often a prayer routine between a couple or a family can become quite monotonous or even non-existent. Uh, Nathan and Susanna are going to share some of the things that have helped them and their growing family to build dynamic relationship with God through prayer, to stay connected in a spiritual way. We're going to hear their thoughts on teaching children to pray. They're going to give us some simple pointers as to how we can have an hour of prayer. And uh, we're going to hear their thoughts on making family devotional time, something that the whole family can benefit from. So um, welcome to Nathan and Susanna. It's good to have you back again. Thank you. It's good to be back. What we'll do is we'll start out with a prayer. and. Um, and just ask God's blessing on the evening. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can be here. We thank you for Family Matters tonight, and we thank you for Nathan and Susanna and for, for their um, experiences that they're about to share tonight. And we pray that you would bless us and be with us through the evening and guide us so that we can all grow closer to you, so that we can guide our families and our children to grow relationships and and um, be with you and be part of your kingdom. Please be with us tonight in this, we pray through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, love, lovely to have you back with us again. Yeah. Um, just going to throw in there the first question. Can we just do a reading first? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Sorry, we'll I'm jumping the gun. Uh, just oh, to we'll do a real quick reading. Um, Colossians 4 verse 2 says this, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. There you go. Now, I'm, I'm done. You're done. Okay. <laughs> you can it. ask your question. That's certainly our subject tonight on prayer. Um, but the first question is, has prayer always been a part of your family or as yourselves as a couple? It has been. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we, we both grew up in the truth and so prayer's always been a part of our lives and our family. Um, uh, I think perhaps just by way of uh, starting, um, it probably doesn't need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. We are definitely not experts on this subject. <laughs> so um, so you can... We're just passionate yeah, about just it. Just rid yourself of that notion <laughs> straight away. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think I was saying to um, you, Robert and Sharon, just a few days ago. I think prayer is something that we all 
struggle with if we didn't struggle with it we wouldn't be human so uh <clears throat> we're definitely not here as um as experts we're just here to share some of the things that we've tried and done um i think <clears throat> coming back to your question i think um about halfway through our marriage right now so we're like 16 years um so about eight years ago i think really when our oldest was about four, three or four, we yep. got to a point where we were kind of like, uh, we had a one-year-old as well. Well, we really need to start stepping up and being the parents that we always thought we would be and put in place those sort of traditions and practices and things that you really thought you would always do, you know, like the Bible readings and, and prayer and family time and things like that because it, it kind of wasn't really happening by default so yeah. it has to be a conscious decision yeah yeah it's so easy just to have it slip isn't it you know you have all good intentions but without mm. the without the practice it just goes by the by yep yep and i, I should also say um you know Prayer is something that Suze is very passionate about. So I feel very blessed uh, as a husband, you know, and we can talk about this a little bit more perhaps later, but I think the needs of a husband and a wife or their experiences are quite different. Um, as a as a husband you, or a male in the meeting, you, you say uh, a lot of prayers for meals and a lot of prayers at the meeting and Bible schools and whatever. So you're very used to praying out loud and maybe one of the problems is um, not being repetitive. Uh, and finding different ways to express similar things. Um, whereas females don't get to pray out loud uh, very often. Um, you know, it might be at sisters class or with a group of sisters or friend, just friends. So their challenge sometimes is just anxiety or, you know, um, so uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, just the, the, two, the two different experiences as a male and female yeah. when it comes to prayer. And then when you come together in a family, that's a dynamic. So, um, so Suze is, is, yeah, that's where I was going. I, you know, I'm, I'm used to praying out loud, uh, so I feel reasonably comfortable doing that. But I have other issues with prayer and prayer in the family, like just basically laziness, you know, things like that. Whereas Suze is a bit more passionate and willing to try, uh, um, you know, and to, to push our family along that path a little bit more. So, um, so that's a blessing for us to have someone like that. You're on mute, Robert. He's probably been trying to stop you talking for ages and yeah. you can't hear him. Oh, no, there he is. Sorry, is you were just on yeah. Oh, that's strange. Okay. Um, so since since you since your oldest has been about four, how have you made prayer a natural part of your family life? Yeah, so that kind of um, that makes me think of a specific um, moment in time when um, our eldest and I was about three, and I had a new baby who was just a couple of months old. And I was frantically trying to get out the door. I think it was for play group or something. And um, it was like, it was awful. <laughs> like I'm sure most mums can relate. Like it was just awful. I, I was just trying to get two kids in the car with everything we needed for the day. And I was just, I was just about to explode. And I was raising my voice and oh, get your shoes and this and that. And, and I ended up putting them in the car and then I just went back inside and I went back inside and I just burst into tears and I was just like, I just, I couldn't cope. I was like, I can't cope. Like this is not the mother that I want to be or that I dreamed I'd be. I, I tried to have these children for so long and I finally got them and then I'm turning into a dragon. Like how is this possible? You know, this should not be happening. Like you've been given these two beautiful gifts and now you're just losing the plot. Um, you know, really early on, it was just it was just the capsule and the car seat and the bag and the the nappies and the change of clothes and just everything and trying to get there on time and all of that. I went back inside and I cried and I remember just lifting up my voice to God and saying, um, you know, can you please help me? I don't, I, I actually don't want to be like this. I, this is wrong. Like you gave yeah. me these, I asked for these children and now I'm treating them like 
terribly, you know, just because of how I'm feeling. Um, and then that day I went back into the car and I hopped in the car and I just, I felt the power of prayer in that moment. It was like, I felt different. I felt calm and I felt um, not in control because I wasn't, but I felt like God was in control and I felt happy to surrender that to him. And mm. I remember turning around and looking at in our three-year-old's eyes, I remember it, and saying to her, mum is just going to say a little prayer. And I just bowed my head and I just asked God to go with us and I just surrendered all the anxieties that I had about being a new mum with two kids. And I gave it up to God right there in that moment with her. And it was like this changing point for me where I realised prayer is so powerful and it, it can change me. And I looked in her eyes and I saw the change in her face because she was like before, I think a little bit terrified. Mum's on one of those crazy let's get in the car modes. And then I remember seeing her just go, oh, my mum's okay. You know, <laughs> be and, and we're going to oh, be fine. Yeah. Bringing it together and I think and then ever since then we've made it ever since then for the most part we've made it a tradition um me and the girls not so much Nathan with Nathan but because I do homeschooling I spend a lot of time with the girls and going in and out of home together on errands and jobs and different outings so we always pray together before we leave the driveway we hop in the car and we've got all our plan in mind for the day and we hop in the car and one of our traditions is we pray before we drive. And if we're late, we still pray because that's, well, I know that that's, there's a power in that. Yeah. yeah. That is a wonderful habit. It's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as we, a couple, did you, um, how, what does prayer look like as a couple? Just between the two of you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Well, uh, it's been changing scenes, hasn't it? It's, so <laughs> I can talk to that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, for for years we did what probably most couples do, which is, uh, you know, I would pray on behalf of us both, and you know, uh, we'd be in bed saying goodnight prayers, and I would uh, I would pray. Then um, we got to the point where it was like, well, maybe I should ask her what she would like to pray about before I just do it, you know. So yeah. that was a, you know, wow, what a thoughtful husband I am kind of moment. You, know? <laughs> you are, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so at the very least we would do that. Um, and um, so ask her and then she would say what's on her mind. So, um, and then we got to a point in our marriage where we were, we were still weren't maybe as spiritually connected as what we would like to be. And um, <clears throat> we asked different couples, older couples, what do they do? Like, how do they pray together? And there were various responses. And um, because we were just uh, thinking about um, how to do it in a more spiritually intimate way, yeah, vulnerable, way. Uh, vulnerable way. So mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we were going through a difficult time. So we, Sue's brought some prayer pillows and we put them at the base of the bed. And then every night we tried to uh, kneel at the base of the bed and use the prayer pillows. And uh, I would... Because Nathan had a bad <clears throat> Yeah, I had bad That's another story. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, would, I would open the prayer and then I would squeeze her hand and she would then pray uh, her thoughts and then she would squeeze my hand and I would close the prayer. It was a little bit of a challenging idea, I think, to start off with, just because we'd never, I'd never really uh, experienced Sue's praying in my presence because I would always say prayers for meals and if I was there, she would always ask me to do it. And, you know, it was kind of like uh, we had some feelings of misgivings and the people that we'd talked to, not not just in Christchurch, but around the world, expressed similar ideas, um, you know, um, and then, but we tried it and um, we just came to the conclusion that we were one and that it wasn't really breaking um, any kind of principles for me to hear my wife pray audibly, like, to actually hear her talk 
um, that, that wasn't it, it wouldn't be something that we would do in any other context um, but that that would be that wouldn't be breaking the spirit of of the male being the leader in the family and I think when we've we've done that it has um, it's been a very it was a very vulnerable time because I think Suze was feeling like I wasn't expressing her thoughts or her how she was feeling about the day uh, or what she was really thankful for what was on her mind as well as I thought I was doing it and right. so to express it I got to hear her tone of voice and her what she, what she was thinking about and that was uh, Tears. quite helpful so I, I would say if, if you haven't tried that as a couple, uh, you might be feel a little bit challenged by that, but that, that is uh, something that has some some value, you know. So do you find this a very um, life changing experience to do that to do this? Yeah, you were saying that it was a very difficult um, stage of, of your marriage or life, or at that point. Was that uh, quite a change, life-changing experience to to do that? Yeah, I would say so. Like, I yeah. think it's a lot harder to pray, sort of in that close, intimate, vulnerable way, where you would pray for the other person, and they would hear you pray for them. Mm. Uh, that is quite different to just hearing the the husband pray. Uh, that, that's my experience as the husband, anyway. So yes. yeah. And and did that, as far as your marriage went, did that really bond you close? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think like as we said, it was a really tricky time in our marriage. We were struggling, like most as most marriages, all marriages find that that time. And um, yeah, we just we needed to come together on a lot of things and being spiritually vulnerable together was one of those things, wasn't it? Mm. And this was a way to kind of break that barrier and um, just stand in the presence of God together and be vulnerable. Yeah. 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 I think if you're experiencing a time where you're not spiritually and emotionally close, you've got to do something that makes you spiritually and emotionally closer, you know, and that yeah. does it. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. make it easy to do. Um, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a big, it's a big call, but it is. We're just, I guess, we're just here to say that um, it is something that really did help us in a time of of, of stress. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so moving on from there, you know, you you both praying together as a couple. How have you how have you gone about teaching your children to pray, or praying with your children? Oh, you talked about praying in the car. Uh, but is there any other, yeah. you know, like more formal type type times that you, you're teaching your kids to play? Yeah. So perhaps if I just share how I got taught how to pray, like my mum, my dad pretty much would come into our bedroom at night and he would uh, say, right, time for prayers. And we had a formula right from when we were as young as I can remember, you know, that we'd um, we would say largely the same prayer, you know, um, for food, clothing and shelter, family and friends and the truth, these kinds of things. And, um, yeah. and then at the end, we had an opportunity to say some things that were on our mind or that happened during the day. And then there'd be a way of finishing, you know. Um, so it was, quite, uh, it was quite formulaic, but it, it kind of taught you the basics like how to start maybe with some praise and then um, and then what you need you know what you're thankful for what your needs might be and then to finish and even though at the time it just seemed like you were doing it by rote that's that was kind of how I learned um, in our family we have um, We've got a we had a tradition, and I think we were saying before, like traditions are so important, really important yeah. to have something that you just do. You always do it. Mm. It's what your family. Why do you does. do it? Oh, it's our tradition. That's what We've we do. Made yeah. it our tradition yeah. that uh, you know every night um, we we say we call it thank you fors, and we start with the youngest. They have to say what they're thankful for from the day. From the day. Um, and then, uh, and maybe somebody that's on their mind that they'd like to pray for. 
someone who's sick or in hospital or needs help, and then we'll and then we'll go around the kids in ascending age order, and then Sue's and then me. We'll all say what we're thankful for, and then I will try and incorporate that into a good night prayer. Uh, so they're invested because they are. They're, they've said what they're thankful for, and then they're almost listening out to see where the dad remembers. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, we're you know we're thankful for this and that, and you hear um, about it if you forget. Yeah, so you know, it's a little bit. <laughs> um, and then at the end, uh, we, we've done this for years now. We say um, through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray when He said, and then we recite the Lord's Prayer together. So, so it, it teaches them the Lord's Prayer that becomes 100% something that they know and they're comfortable with. But it, mm. it means you finish the goodnight prayer all praying together um, because we're saying the Lord's Prayer together. Um, and it reminds us of that, of the important things of prayer, you know. So yeah. it's what we've kind of done. Um, that's the first part of it. Yeah, that's our family tradition um, yeah. that we've put in place. As far as good night prayers go, I mean, there's other things that we do during the that I do during the day um, to teach the children. Um, I guess more to do with prayer and meditation and using scripture. Um, yeah, don't tell us about that. Yeah, so it's just a simple um, method that I've just pulled, plucked from different ideas along the way to teach them how to actually use scripture as a foundation for prayer, which I think for me is something that I've learned quite like recently, um, more in the last however many years, but it's been so such a powerful thing that I really want my kids to know how to do it because I wasn't taught how to do that. Um, well, we always just did the readings and then the adults had a discussion and then we went to bed. Um, so using scripture as a foundation for prayer and actually choosing, like reading the chapter, at the moment we're doing Proverbs, so you read the chapter and then um, we can just choose our favourite verse and then we work through what's called a step meditation and just um, using the S-T-E-P, so S is scripture, so you'll read the scripture or during the day we've got more time we'll write the scripture and then the T is the truth, what's the biblical truth from that verse and then the E is, how can I exhort myself? So we all have to start with our own names. So when I exhort myself, I will say Susanna from the scripture. You can see that you should, you know, be more diligent or, you know, whatever the lesson is. Um, and then the P is prayer. And so we, the whoever is sharing their favourite verse will, will step through those things and finish with a little prayer at the end, either thanking God for the principle or the power of the, the word to show us these things or asking him to help us with it or whatever whatever the whatever comes out of that particular scripture yeah so it's very simple but it's, and it's um kind of childlike but that's how it works for me simple and childlike um that's that childlike faith thing and um yeah i just do it with the girls um on a fairly regular basis to try and get them into the into the word and seeing how powerful God's word is to change us and to when we meditate on it it changes the way we think and that changes the way we act and then we become you know the Lord's disciples. So yeah. yeah. Um, so, so can I just can I just go through those those four points again? So there was S for scripture. Yeah. So you, 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 the verse you're looking at, T for true. So the, what the what the truth was that, that came out of that verse, E for excitation, so it's what it's telling me, and P for prayer. Yeah. And so it turned the whole verse and the, the excitation into a prayer. Yeah, yeah so great. step meditation because it's S-T-E-P. So, um, yeah. yeah. And, and the amazing thing is you can look at one verse with, um, or we, you can look at one verse with, you know, for people and actually the exhortation for if you're just thinking about yourself, which is super important because I can exhort Nathan to the cows come home. You know, <laughs> Nathan, a whole list of things out of a verse. Well, that's the cows not my job. My job <laughs> and pr to pray based on those thoughts. And you know, I can pray for Nathan, obviously, but um, yeah, looking at looking at um, meditating with a with an idea to 
to change the way I think and to be exhorted by the word of God and then to take that to prayer as a power to change me to be the Lord's disciple and showing the children such a simple way and having them do it in a practical way. We have a little notebook that we fill out. It just has S-T-E-P down the side. I photocopy it and we just fill it out. And it's, yeah, it doesn't take long. And I, what I love about it is that there's an end because sometimes it could, you, Bible readings and discussion can kind of go on and on and on and on and on. And you kind of feel like you, you want to get kids, you've got other things to do. But actually, this is S-T-E-P for five people <clears> and then it's bedtime. And it's great. I love it. Yeah. I think the, the other thing it does is it it actually teaches them subconsciously uh, this the principle of Bible study and Bible meditation, which is you, you're looking at the verse to try and discover the, the principle or the Bible truth, and then how does that apply to me? That's the exhortation, and then you pray about it. That is exactly what Bible study is. It's just we're not calling it Bible study. You're calling it a little step meditation. You know, yeah. you end up saying a prayer, the lesson for you, but it's actually just what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on. You were telling us the other day about the hour of prayer. Now, I find this quite fascinating because, like, if I challenged anyone now to do, you know, like, oh, okay, just sit down and do an hour of prayer. I mean, someone challenged me to do that. Yeah, sort of like, yeah, possibly achievable, but, you know, it's going to be quite difficult. But you do it regularly. And um, and so so how does this work? How does this hour of prayer work? <laughs> yeah, so, um, it's, it's something that you design for yourself. And I, I, um, I came across the idea and I was quite challenged by it because I had um, – Oh, because I got quite passionate about prayer years ago and I felt quite, um, I felt challenged by prayer um, and I felt um, confronted by prayer and I felt upset that people didn't share their prayers or their prayer journey more openly. I felt like, ah, this is something, there's a barrier in the way. Maybe maybe it was just me, I don't know. Anyway, I came across this um, idea of an hour of prayer and it's very simple and I gave it a go and I thought, I and originally thought exactly what you thought, Robert, and that was that's basically impossible. Like I was thinking, do I get to have snacks? And like, like <laughs> how do I get through a whole hour? Like, you know. Um, so you, you just draw a circle on the page and you just divide it up into um, the segments of the clock. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, going around to 60 minutes. Um, I used a compass or a plate or something to get my circle perfect because I like things to be just so. Divided it all up and then you put the little numbers on and then you choose, okay, for my first five minutes, this is what do I want to do? And so you choose to do um, whatever it is that's on there. Um, it's For me, it's changed over the years. I have changed it. Um, because I'll sit down and my first thing will be praise and I'll think, oh, I'm just not ready to do that yet. So I've changed it on there. I think that's my latest yeah. hour. Of prayer. Well, you can see the screen now, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so um, basically it just says um, at the beginning there for five minutes I will do some breath work and just breathe and come into the presence of God. There's a couple of quotes there to kind of help me do that if I need it. Um, then the second five minutes is um, spending time praising God. Um, there's some quotes there to help with that. Or often I'd use the hymn book um, and read some yep. hymns of praise. Then I might do, there it says my memory verse recitations. Um, so I'll go through any memory verses that I already know and then the one that I'm working on. Just spend five minutes doing that. Um, then there's some self-examination and um confession of of anything that comes up during that time um, then offering my thanksgivings and gratitude you know I'll pray from my home education and surrender that because that's a huge part of my life at the moment so any, obviously everyone's hour is going to be different um, and ask any petitions um, then five minutes to pray for Nathan Mariah Hebron and Olivet our family my immediate family and then um, 
there's a little section there at 40 minutes, up to 40 minutes, which is today's prayer topic, and then below, because there's so many different things to pray about, um, I divided it up into whatever day it was, I would, I would do those topics. Then there's intercession and anxieties, fears or laments. Um, I would use a song of worship at the end there. Obviously, it's not always five minutes to the absolute, like you might listen to a song or a hymn or um, meditate on the words of a song for that, and it might only be three minutes. That's, you know, might be less, might be more, but that's the time for that. Then at the end, I would pray for the return of Christ and um, just go over my vision of the kingdom, try and clarify my vision of the kingdom. Um, yeah. And then to finalise it, my, my last one, which I found really quite helpful, um, was to, to go over, to praise God and to go over again um, the, the atonement in, in a nutshell. Sounds kind of weird, but I was listening to studies on Romans years ago and I just got this nutshell vision of the atonement, which was super clear, and then it dis would disappear. And I'd be like, well, I had that, now it's gone, because it's such a divine concept. So just, I think it's really important to continue to remember that what the atonement, how it works, um, so that I can have a moral outworking of that principle in my life. So that's kind of like the arrow appear in a nutshell. Um, and yeah. I found that for a time it worked really well and then it just got a bit much because I had little kids and it was like, whoa. So I would start in the morning and try and do 20 minutes and then I, at lunchtime I might do another 10 minutes and work around the next 10 and then at night before I went to bed I would finish off the final part. So I would get through an hour of prayer in the day rather than like a solid hour. Um, yep. And we have done the hour of prayer together um, of an evening as in like a, like a devotional evening where we actually would just sit in we Yeah, so, I mean, when, when Suze first was talking about it, I was I was like, wow, that, that sounds, um, that sounds definitely interesting. And, you know, let's try it, you know. She was um, pretty keen to do it. But passionate. Uh, so, um, so I, we just, I just drew a circle and just put my own things in, you know, like pray for the ABs, pray for Israel, you know, you might have some friends who are going through difficult times. There's so many things to pray for, you know, so many people. Can, can, I, can I just ask at this point, if, when you were doing this together, were you doing it out loud together or were you doing it silently together? No, just silently. Silently, so okay. We just, um, I forget whether we, we might have started uh, with, I might have said a, a short prayer to start and finish maybe, but the rest of the time we just sat and we maybe had a five-minute uh, warning bell just to kind of in our minds you'd hear it going to go ding and then you'd know well that's that five minutes and you'd ready your mind to go on to the next thing and you'd think about that read a verse pray about that and yeah. um, you got to the end and you're like wow I can't believe an hour has gone past mm -hmm. that's the first thing I never thought I could do that. and you can it's actually not only can can you do it but it goes really quick and secondly, yeah. there's lots of things at the end you think, oh, I really should have probably found you know, time to pray about this or that or these people, and I just haven't had the time. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, who could have is not long enough, you know. Um, so we've, we haven't done it, you know, A lot. hundreds of times, yeah. but um, it's a special treat. We, we have definitely <laughs> found that it is it's quite – it's a very um, – uh, it's, it's how would you say like it's a very calming experience it's just silent and quiet and you're just praying on different topics and you get to the end and it's really nice you know you've done it together even though you haven't been talking out loud but it is it's, yeah. a, it's a long thing that you know you've both been sitting next to each other or across the room and just looking at each other occasionally it's you know so yeah. I would say if you haven't tried it Try it, you might be pleasantly surprised like I was. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds yeah. great. Fantastic. Have yeah. you done this with, I guess it's a bit much to do this with the girls. Have you done this, uh, portions of it with the girls? Not not really. They're still quite young. Mariah's, our eldest is 12, so she's not going to see what see yet or anything, but I can see it being a tool that we might be able to use potentially in the future as they get older. Yep. Um, 
perhaps we'll, there'll be something else we come up with. I don't know. You got to kind of roll with the punches, so to speak. With a quarter, growing a quarter of an hour of prayer might be, you know, a bit yeah. more achievable. She's she's yeah. sort of distracted yeah. after yeah. two or three yeah. microseconds. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Just, just, just on the on the distraction front, do do you find that doing that hour of prayer, your mind does wander a little bit, or is it far easier to keep um, your mind concentrating on it because you're doing different things and you're changing it up every five minutes? Yeah, I would say totally yes, and yeah. you and you also know that you're not going to forget things necessarily because you've written them down. They're in your little yeah. segments and yes. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, okay, I'm going to do that. I'll get to that. I can think about that when I get to that time. You don't have to kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I will more often than not pray with a pen in my hand. Um, and I feel like for me that's, that is like a conscious decision because my brain goes so fast and I can't slow it down and it's just go, 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 go. But with a pen in my hand, I can only go as fast as my hand will go. And actually yes. that's. I can just go that far. So I, I, I speak the prayer as my hand moves, and sometimes my writing is illegible, and that's okay. But uh, uh, it just slows me down. I can, I can only go that fast. And I think, I think there's an example of that in scripture. There's a lot of, you know, the Psalms are all written down, and um, obviously there's recorded prayers that are written down. So someone's penned those prayers. So to pen your prayer, for me personally, it might not work for everyone. So I'm not saying everyone has to do this, but it has changed my um my connection with god dramatically just slowing down yeah right yeah 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 so you would say that prayer has absolutely grown a relationship with god in a way that you had never experienced before yeah 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 it's powerful yeah that's really great and being able to share that with your family as well and to be able to bring them up with that same in that same relationship with God is is just invaluable, really. It really is. It's great. What would you say to encourage a husband or wife who wants to really grow their prayer life and their family prayer life? How would you what would you do to just you know, what would you say just to really encourage encourage, get them going, get them get them started? You know? We've heard, you know, you've, you've been a real inspiration tonight, but, like, we just want those first couple of steps. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. Um, I mean, it will depend on the person, but, like, get a prayer journal and um, start, like, how do you learn to pray? I'd say just start praying. <laughs> Which And the biggest thing for me was learning that God didn't expect me to be eloquent, you know, because I'm not. And I thought, well, what if I say the wrong thing? Well, actually, he's a loving Heavenly Father, and he, I don't need to be eloquent, you know. Sometimes sometimes I'm just a blubbering mess, and that's okay. He sees all of that. Um, so I, I would say just start. Just start with the simple words of please help me to learn how to pray. And God answers prayer. So yeah. that will be on a personal level Yeah. as far as praying together goes. Well, I think I think maybe as a husband, like we're supposed to be the leaders. Um, yeah. and, and speaking for myself, um, I'm, I'm a procrastinator and lazy, you know. So if if you can kind of find a way to, for it to slip through the cracks, it will, you know. So for me, I think making it a tradition yeah. that that every night you have we have to say prayers, family prayers. Um, you know, it might be every time we drive out the driveway, we say a prayer. Like it's a, it becomes something that you just do. Mm. Then it then it's not oh, I feel like it or I want to. It's just something that you just actually becomes a habit that that's what you do. I think that is probably the most transformative thing for me because I'll 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 drop the ball if I can, you know, because that's just I'm a human and that's what happens. But if I if I'm happy to buy into making it something that we we're committed to doing so you have that conversation as a couple yeah we're, we're definitely going to do that with the kids every night you know we won't let that fall to the ground 
then one of you will, will be the impetus to make it happen because you've committed to doing it. And as soon as you commit to doing it, you do it, and then you get better at it and you try different things and it becomes powerful. But if it's spasmodic, it's just a take it or leave it. Didn't happen tonight. You know, yeah, but it will still happen often than it does. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I would say just there's what, make it true. Yeah, there's one other thing that we didn't really talk about, which was special occasions. Yeah. So I was going to say that as well. Um, so um, when, when I was describing how I learned to pray when I was a kid, um, and saying it was a little bit formulaic. I don't think that's a bad thing, by the way. Personally, I didn't find it as a bad thing because you're teaching your kid how to do something, you know. They've yeah. got to look. And the, the good thing that uh, looking back, the parent got to do was hear the tone of voice of the child because they're actually praying, you know. Mm -hmm. They are saying the words, and Dad would be able to hear in my voice, I'm guessing, like, is he upset? Is he okay? Uh, is there something on his mind? Um, so it's we have um, we have also done on occasions, um, special occasions, um, sat around and uh, and held hands as a family, and the kids actually love doing it. And um, uh, we just uh, will start with whoever's next to me, and then we'll work their way around to me, and I'll finish. But they they'll they get to say their prayer and then whatever they were, was on their mind and then squeeze the hand of the girl next to them and we go around in the circle and it's amazing it's amazing what you hear as a parent coming out of the mouth of your kids because they are praying they're praying maybe using the words you've used and you're like wow that's gone in they're listening they're saying it just like I say it or this really impressed them or they'll say kids will say things in the most amazing way especially when they're young and yes. it just them into the habit of not being afraid of it it's not scary it's not daunting it's something that we all do together it's okay um it's okay to be worried or say you you this didn't happen well but you wish this would get better and you know um and and uh, and then i would finish um I've, I found that to be quite insightful and authentic mm -hmm. as well, yeah. especially for the kids, mm -hmm. you know, and they really enjoyed listening to each other. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite a vulnerable thing, and it's a very bonding thing to do, yeah. isn't it? And it's, a, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing in that it makes prayer into a normal part of family life. Yeah, you know, it's it's not something special you do at a you know a special time. This is just a, this is just well the way you've described it through the whole evening. It's been a normal part of family life, which is great. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you one other thing: they never, ever listen to a prayer like they listen to those. Yeah. 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 They're like so locked in and zoned in to what each of them are saying. It's it's really it's really quite. Yeah, it's quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah. really nice and, and special. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. One other thing. Wait, that you know, I, I just one question I have: How do you stop it just becoming something you do by rote that doesn't that you know just words that doesn't mean anything? Has that ever been an experience, or or would you say every prayer time everyone's engaged and it's and it is something that's coming from the heart and has you're really engaged with. I think I think the time when it becomes a bit like that is to, saying thanks for the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and I feel like if you keep breakfast, lunch, and dinner prayers for just saying thanks for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then it's okay. You, if you don't try and turn it into like a huge long morning prayer that opens the day, you're just actually giving thanks, you're saying thank you for the provision of this food that's going to sustain me until I get to eat again. You know, that's pretty yeah. much all you. Say, um, like keeping rather than trying to make those prayers the big the big offering of the day because um, you're hungry and you just you know and if you kind of try if you try and keep for me if we try and keep those prayers quite simple and then have a time set aside for prayer which for us with the kids is at the end of the day after we've done a reading we're closing the day down and we'll do our thank you fours and talk about mm -hmm. our day and offer it up to the father in prayer Th those prayers are always authentic because they're always based on a miserable day or a fantastic day or someone you know we found out someone suffering with 
um, struggling with cancer or, or you know, there's all these things, all these components and they're fresh and they're real and you're actually telling God exactly what's going on even though he already knows but you're surrendering it to him and letting him know that that we're just his vessels and we want him to show us how he would have us live our lives. So it's not... And they've contributed. Yeah, it doesn't become broke because there's nothing broke about life. If you're really being authentic and you're sharing exactly what's going on, then every day is new and every day has a curveball in it. Yeah, and I think as a husband, though, when it comes to those normal prayers for meals, uh, yeah, I think for me, I have to really work at saying things in different ways. fresh and you want to be so that the kids are listening and say something different so they're not like oh you know they almost can repeat it with you because it's the same every time. <laughs> I know it's, and it's, it's a hard job it's a hard task for, for a father who's doing it you know be fresh different every time um that I think as a husband you just have to try and do your best with that I would say something there as a wife I've noticed that when Nathan's doing Bible study his prayers are amazing when he's got his word, his head in the word, and he's tr- he's trying to, he's thinking about a biblical topic, and he's meditating on it personally. His prayers, I can hear that that coming out in the prayers. And when he's not working on something, then then that's when it gets a bit ho hum. But I think that makes a difference. Um, like I can hear that when when he's working on a new study. Um, that he's meditating on, it comes out, you can hear it coming out because he's, he's yeah. filling up with the word and it's coming out. And that's why I think it's important as a husband and wife and as a family that we continue to put the word of God in so that it can then come out. And God yeah. wants to hear us saying his words, yeah. sharing his thoughts. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. And we've got to show our children that it's not about me just sharing all my thoughts and my ways. It's about learning to surrender those to God's yeah. And he and I, I hear that yeah. difference for Nathan, and I think yeah. that would be a major tip: would be just keep putting the word of God in yeah, yeah. as a husband or as a wife who's bringing yeah. up children, mother, father, whatever, because yeah. that's that makes all the difference. Yeah, I think if you, mm. it doesn't have to be um, necessarily Bible. It couldn't be um, Bible book. It could be yeah. uh, you know reading the Bible yeah. magazine or. Yeah. Some some kind of literature inside the truth, um, but obviously reading the scripture. Yeah. You know, if you read the scripture for an hour, you're not going to be lost for words when you pray. I, that's my experience. But sometimes you you go for a couple of days, and then you sing prayer for dinner, and you're like, oh man, it's um, empty yeah, tank. Yeah, empty tank. The tank's the empty. Lights, come on. <laughs> 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 so I think that's that's really a lesson to yeah, us as, yeah. as husbands and fathers. If we want yeah, if we want our kids to to feel that prayer is powerful and fresh and inspirational and meaningful, we've got to keep putting the word of God in so it is fresh and meaningful. Because yeah. if we put it in, it'll come out, and yeah. if we don't, it won't. And then they'll go, yeah. oh man, it's kind of the same dull, boring old thing every night. Yeah. So that, the, the onus is on us. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So so what I'm hearing is, you know, as parents, we inspire the children by how we are and how by we react yeah. to what's going in and what can come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To inspire, hopefully. Well, yeah. I have been, I for one have been very inspired by uh, by you guys tonight. So thank really you so much for it. that. Really, yeah, it's, it's been really, really good. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Susanna. It's been, it's been awesome. Yeah, we really appreciate you sharing your experiences and, yeah, and just your journey with prayer and how powerful prayer is. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of people listening now who will be feeling the same way. It's like, yeah, I've actually got to pick my game up a little bit and um, yeah, put some of those things into practice. So, yeah, thank you so much. We all do, but <laughs> but even just having something to try that's different, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and having a, I think you're right. Having a plan, because it does doesn't happen. Yeah. Without a plan, does it? Yeah. Plan, tradition, something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes good. just finding the thing that works. It doesn't have to always be something different because once I find the thing that works, then I'm, 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 I can do that, you know. But it might be a little bit different for everyone and it might be different at different times 
in your life. Like when I, before children, you could pray for an hour and then you have children and you just don't find that time, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And later in life, you might have hours and hours and hours. I don't know. Wait and see. But yeah. 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 Well, we'll, we'll carry on in some discussion afterwards. Um, in the meantime, next uh, time, 26th of April, we, um, we're still confirming that topic and, and um, presenters. So we'll let you know. Uh, on the 10th of May, we have the process of parenting and discipline with Ben and Lisa Pitcher. So um, that'll be a really interesting one too. Uh, in the meantime, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch or you want to get the email reminders, email me at robert at thinkythings.com with Family Matters on the title bar and I'll, I'll make sure you get onto the email list. Um, and if you want to see past recordings, get onto our Pekarang and Christadelphian website and um, you'll be able to see this in a few days' time and um, a lot of the other recordings that we've got up there on, on Family Matters. Um, so, Nathan, would you like to do the honours and close with prayer? <laughs> Thank you. Heavenly Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we praise thy name and we worship thee for there is no other God able to save. And we come so thankful that we can pray together as husbands and wives and as families we can lift up our voice and praise thy name for all thy marvelous works truly we are we are so blessed to have the wonders of the truth and to share these things together we pray heavenly father that we might be better at communicating and in our prayers as a family we know that it's very difficult to do at times and it's hard to be to be honest and vulnerable and consistent and that we all struggle with these things as human beings but we pray for help and we pray for for enthusiasm to do this as as families that we might be Families that pray and stay together as we wait for the coming of our Lord and his kingdom. So bless us in this. Bless our ecclesias up and down the country that we might have strong families and strong ecclesias that we might be patiently waiting to welcome our Lord with open arms. So as we offer our prayer and our praise now, and our gratitude and thanks. We pray that they will hear us and accept us, for we offer it in the name of our Saviour, our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at btf at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.